What is up, PGAFers? All right, this is the continuation of the podcast episode we did last week. This is where we're actually interviewing our special guest, Joey Kobion. She is a tarot card reader and she has this like magical power to really take her readings and give you amazing practical advice. So steps that you can take right now in your present life to help you you know, live a more positive, positive life. So whether she pulls a card for you that's not the best or she pulls the super positive card, she's going to have some awesome advice to help you embrace it and make some pretty, um, I guess, small changes throughout the day in order to either make it better or ensure that that outcome happens. But, but the word outcome I want to kind of remove from that sentence that I just said there is the whole point of this episode. If you listened to the last one, if you didn't go listen to it, it's all about having a non-striving mentality is that we do not want to tie our happiness to outcomes. And Joey does a really good job in her readings to help you not do that and be happy with the decisions you're making right now. Yep. Yep. Definitely. And it's funny because, well, it's not funny. It was actually all very well planned out. Her Instagram name, her Instagram handle is at ungracefully relatable. And it just fits her so perfectly because she's so real. She's so raw. She shares her entire story. I know if you go over there and creep on her page, you're going to get to know her just in the raw because she, she puts it all out there, everything she's been through to get herself to this point but she is super relatable and she's going to give you advice that is relatable to you wherever you're at in your journey too. So in this episode, we kind of go back into her past a little bit. We talk about how she got to the point that she's at right now and how she's doing these readings. And this is her business. It's absolutely incredible. We also share the readings that she did for Lauren and I, um, in terms of motherhood, in terms of our business, but we share that practical advice that she gave us in hopes that it, it, it encourages you to open your hearts and your minds to have that non-striving mentality as well, but also to reach out to Joey, connect with her and book a time to talk with her because she, you're gonna be amazed when you see the cards she even pulls during this reading for all of you. <laughs> it's a pretty freaking spot on. Yes. So make sure you go follow her at ungracefully relatable and send her a DM. If you know, maybe some of the readings she has in her highlights are really speaking to you, or you just want to have that natural conversation with her. I'm telling you, she is literally the most approachable person ever. Oh, absolutely. So let us know what your thoughts are on this episode. Again, reach out to us, reach out to Joey. We would love to put you in contact with her at ungracefully relatable. And we really hope that this episode just helps you continue that mindset of having that non-striving mentality and really focusing on wins and releasing all of your expectations because it is so, so important. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realized that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the, the ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a dga effer. like don't give a or get it. 
really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGAFer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGAFer who doesn't give a bloop what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. We are here today with special guest Joey Cobian, and I cannot wait to dig into this conversation. We're talking all about just having that non-striving mentality, really taking time to reflect on wins and how that helps you live in the present. And Joey's current business and really everything she's been through in life, it, it ties in perfectly with this conversation. So Joey, I'm going to throw it over to you. Can you just give us some background on who you are and, and kind of how you got started with everything you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as Jenna said, my name is Joey and I, my company is called Ungracefully Relatable. And what I do is I use tarot cards and a combination of Oracle cards. So just all kinds of card reading really to help women basically figure out what is going on in their life currently and flip it around so that they feel empowered to make decisions and live their best life. It's almost like life coaching with cards really is essentially what it is. The cards kind of dig into the heart of the matter, whatever's going on currently, and then we work from there. So it's not just the card reading. There's also, you know, guided structure thereafter. It can just be the reading if you just feel like you need a little something, or even if you feel like life is good and you're wanting to Maybe you're just looking for more or you feel like you're just going through the motions of something. So that's really what I help women do. And um, how I got started really, well, I've always just to kind of go back a little bit. I've always been interested in tarot card reading, oracle cards or something I kind of learned about later. But tarot cards, I remember I bought myself my first deck secretly and I want to say I was 11 or 12, I can't remember. I was in sixth grade when I did this and I like snuck to the back of the bookshop and I wanted to learn. And back then there wasn't, you know, readily available internet. Um, it was like dial up back then and it was so brand new. And so I remember struggling learning to read with the cards. So I kind of backburnered them a little bit, you know, went back to them every now and then. But, um, Aside from just the cards, I was always kind of a sensitive kid, a sensitive person. Um, I've always felt like I've related to people in a certain way, which is kind of why I, I started my company and called it Ungracefully Relatable. Um, I just always feel like I know things about someone, whether they tell me or not, or, you know, I always kind of chalked it up to just being observant, really like looking at body cues, things like that. But there, you know, as I got older, there are just certain things where it's like, there's no reason I should know that. Um, but with all of that, I feel like it also helps me connect with people on a different level. So, and without judgment, cause it's like, I, you know, feel certain things, think certain things without really ever knowing. But I also don't feel like, um, I'm like otherworldly, if that makes sense, where it's like, these things just kind of pop in and out of my head. It's not so much like I know I'm channeling something. I might be, who knows, but that's not the level I take it to. So that's just a little about me. And um, those are some of the things I use when I'm in session with clients. Well, I want to chime in and say the reason that we wanted to interview Joey, because we have interviewed um, an amazing tarot card reader 
Vanessa. And we were like, we want to bring on Joey too, because she has got that practical side. And I, we felt like it really went well with the topic that we want to discuss today, which was that non-striving mentality and how she really takes her readings and helps you create kind of like a, in a sense, like a plan of action on kind of how to navigate through that challenging time or, you know, things that are going to be happening in a practical way so that you're not putting all these crazy expectations on yourself, on other people that are in your life so that, you know, the decision making is a little bit easier and you're not going to be like so disappointed if like a certain outcome doesn't happen. So we felt that this was very fitting um, to have you on for that conversation because a lot of the times you can set these huge expectations, especially maybe even after a reading, like, oh, my life's going to be like this and this is going to happen and, you know, whatever. And then they set all these crazy expectations and then that stuff doesn't actually pan out <laughs> the way that they thought it did. So then now they're upset. Yeah. And I think so too. And, and a huge reason that I was really excited to have you on was the conversation that we had was kind of about life changes. So if anyone listening is, is going through a period in your life where things are, you know, just not the way they've always been. So, you know, for me, it was having a baby moving like big life events. And that was really what kind of sparked this conversation with Joey in the first place. And it was really cool to have some conversations about our business, but also our personal lives. And just to kind of like plant those seeds as to, Hey, this might be coming. Look out for this. So I just, I've really appreciated that. Well, and I want to add when she did the reading with Jen and I, in terms of business, uh, well, like we, it just kind of opened our eyes to, um, cause obviously we're both pregnant. We're both going to go through a lot of shifts and, and we both knew deep down, like our business was going to have to pivot in some way. Um, but obviously we weren't really thinking about like how and, and all of that yet. And then we did the reading with Joey and she was basically like, yeah, I mean, it's not going to look the same. You guys are going to have to tweak some things and your schedule is going to be different and, and all of that. And that really made us kind of take action now and like, okay, this is how we're currently doing things. We're not going to be able to work this, like, like this straight of like four hours a day straight. We're probably going to have to figure out some things. Um, and so that's been really sparking a lot of conversation in our business, which I think has expanded it a lot more and more ideas have been able to come to our heads. So moral of the story is, Joey's going to give you some great insight. Um, she is going to pull a card and kind of talk through the non-striving mentality. Um, but if you do want to get a hold of her and book her for a reading, cause you're already excited, <laughs> uh, Joey, how can they get a hold of you? So you can follow me at, at Ungracefully Relatable on Instagram. All of my links to book are all there, but that's the place where you'll find just daily readings, weekly readings. You'll get to know me a little better. You'll see on all of my highlights, the different types of readings that I offer, because it's definitely not going to be one size fits all. And there are different things that are going to resonate with different people. And then also know if you're just not sure, we can do some type of general reading as well, just to kind of see where you're at. Love it. Love Perfect. It, it. So can you kind of give us some background? I know we talked a little bit behind the scenes about how everything you do, all these readings, they tie into this non-striving mentality. Can you kind of give us your two cents on that? Absolutely. 
So when I think of the non-striving mentality, the first, the way I can sum it up the best way is to not be tied to your outcome. So whatever you're doing in your day to day, you don't really want to look at it as a means to an end. At least you don't want to have a death grip on that idea where it's like, there are people who like, well, I want to be rich. So whatever you're doing is, you know, to end up at that outcome of being rich or um, even when you think about it with like something as simple as like working out and all you're thinking about is I want to work out because I want to look good in this bathing suit. And it's like by tying yourself so strictly to that outcome, even if, you know, that is the likely outcome with what you're doing, you kind of kill yourself during the process of, you know, striving for whatever that is. And for me, when I think about that with tarot reading specifically, because a lot of times people come to you because they, they want answers. Like why else would they go to a tarot, oracle card reader, whatever it might be, they want answers. And one of the things that I do and kind of stress at the beginning of any reading is that whatever comes up in the cards is just the most likely outcome based on the path that you're currently on. Mm -hmm. So if you're wanting to switch out whatever that outcome might be, what we do is we really work together to say, what changes can you make or what can, can you continue to do to, you know, basically be on the positive upswing. And that's really what I like to stress is whatever outcome I might see, let's just, regardless of whatever it is, let's just talk about what you can do right now for your highest good, your best potential. So you're living the best life you're going to live. So if I see something where the outcome's great, don't think you can just, you know, go ahead and rest on your laurels and that good thing's going to happen because even when there's a really positive outcome that someone's tied to or they're like, hey, I'm on the right path, I'm just going to rest easy now, you make one decision and that's gone or you're changing that, you get lazy and it's like everything falls by the wayside. Or if something super negative that's coming, you might say, well, it's all messed up anyway, so I'm just not even going to try because something that might end up negatively, you could have turned around before you ever even got there. And I, I think of it with tarot reading. I want to, I want to chime in real quick because I got to be a fly on the wall during Joey's reading with Lauren, when Lauren was asking about what's this going to be like postpartum, what, you know, what's going to happen. And so Joey, you pulled a card for Lauren. I forget what it was, but the, the, the thing that I really want to highlight here is that you pulled a card for Lauren's husband. And mm -hmm. it was hysterical because it's like, you know, Lauren and I don't really know a whole lot about the cards. Like we've never researched that. We don't know what they mean, but you pull, you hold this card up and it's literally this man like dying, like over a pitchfork, <laughs> like sweating to death. And, we're, and Lauren and I just started cracking up because we're like, oh my gosh, like what's happening? And, and Joey, I know you were like, okay, well, it looks like this might be harder on your husband than it's going to be on you. And, but I love the practical advice that you are giving. Can you kind of share a little bit about that and, and how that went? Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you want me to talk specifically about Lauren's reading or just in general? Um, let's do both. Let's talk about okay. Lauren's reading. Just a couple things that you gave to her, just so they the listeners have like a really clear picture and then we can get more broad. Yes. So if you want to Google this picture, the card that I pulled is the seven of pentacles. And what that card can mean is really um, like the general meaning can be that you planted all of these seeds and now you're just kind of waiting for things to come up. 
but how I read and how a lot of readers will read is you go with what immediately comes to your head. And when all of us saw that, we kind of all felt the same thing where we're like, dude is tired. And I was like, Lauren, this is, this is going to be a lot. And he's, it's going to be tougher on him than it's going to be for you because not only are you pregnant and about to have a baby, but this is your second kid. So this is going to flip everything on its head. And I am a mom of two. And so this is the other thing that I do. I bring my own experience into this so that people understand the advice that I'm giving. It's because I've lived it and I've breathed it. And so that's what I really like to tie in. So it's not just me coming out of left field where it's like, she doesn't know what she's talking about. I'm only going to speak on the things that I have experience with. I'm not, that's why I read for women mostly. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm going to turn away every single guy that comes up because I might feel like I want to read for them. But my experience is going to be directly related with women, with moms, with young teenage girls, early twenties who've had kind of a crazy life because I've lived it. Mm-hmm. So for Lauren, I was like, Hey, tarot cards aside, we know like going from one to two, whole different beast, because especially as Lauren's age gap for her kids are very close to what my boys are. And one of the things that we learned very early that I shared with Lauren is since this is going to be harder, you know, a little on your husband, one of the things that Lauren can kind of do aside from delegating specific tasks. So it doesn't stress him out so much and having him help with her older son is also going to be positive reinforcement. I don't know if we've touched on that as much, Lauren. And I I think about the reading that I did for you girls a lot. And Jenna, I think I've even messaged you before where it's like, hey, I thought about this. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing. When I work with clients, it's not really like a one and done thing. If something else comes up, I want to be able to help going forward, especially if I feel like it's like nagging me. Like I told you, Jenna, when I did your reading, it was a few weeks later where I was like, this just keeps coming up and I just... I want to let you know, this is what I saw. Um, And for Jenna, it was really like, hey, that card I pulled sometimes means you're moving. So you might be moving like right around that time that baby's here or maybe baby just got here. So just kind of something I let her know. Who knows? Like that could change over. It just depends on what happens between now and then. Um, But for Lauren, that's really what I did. We saw the card. I like to talk about like, what does this mean on a day to day? Not, um, and not to put any other readers down, but it's like, I, I don't tie it too heavily to, um, these like esoteric systems that people might not know about, like astrology. Not everybody's going to know a ton about astrology. So it's like, unless I really can tie that to what's going on with you day to day, we're not going to talk about it because that doesn't help you. Mm -hmm. Like, so that's, you know, that's the gist of what we do. And then Also with the non-striving mindset, I let both of you know, like, hey, these are just potential outcomes. Here's what you can do today that's going to be best for you today and just keep rolling with that. And whatever happens is going to happen regardless, but there are better decisions you can make to have a more positive outcome. Mm -hmm. Well, and I appreciated the advice because that triggered me to, um, kind of prepare myself a little bit more with having a baby. Cause I will say with my first, like I, yeah, I took some course, like I went to the, wherever you're supposed to go to take birthing, whatever. I didn't really, I mean, I paid attention, but I was just kind of like, Oh, this is going to be great. I don't like whatever. Like I wasn't really like 
actually paying attention to what the hell was about to happen to me. Um, cause I was in fairy tale land, but now I'm like, all right, I know like the gist of how this goes when you have a baby. And so I want to make sure that I'm prepared, but I'm not just keeping that information to myself. I was telling Nick like, Hey, I've been watching YouTube videos about breastfeeding after having a C-section. Here's some of the things they're recommending. So we're probably going to have to prepare the downstairs. I'm going to need you to be dealing with Cameron because I'm not going to be able to walk up the steps. Like I'm really trying to educate him on like kind of how things are going to probably look for a little bit in terms of me with having a C-section now that I know the trauma that you endure after having a C-section. And so these conversations have been really nice and just kind of talking about like, hey, maybe at nighttime, I'm going to have to have you get up and hand me the baby so that I can feed the baby. Like we never had that, any of those conversations with baby number one, because we didn't know. I mean, we had no idea what conversations to have, um, <laughs> seriously. But, and I think that caused a lot of, we didn't have too much turmoil, I'll be honest. And we have a really great relationship, but we went from like never fighting ever to like, now it's like, what are you doing? I don't know. You get up. You're lazy. Like then those things started happening and we're like, what the hell? So now we're having those conversations, um, early on and I'm trying to do the best I can to just like, when I have some spare time, I get my phone out. I scroll through YouTube, looking at C-section recovery and, and just all the things and having good conversations. So thank you for that. Cause oh, you're it's making me feel a lot more prepared and better about what's to come soon. So, yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the other things too, is like, as we talked about it, you initially, it felt like you were trying to take all of this on alone and you're like, oh yeah. And then how's my husband going to be with all of this? And it's like, well, this is how he's going to feel. Let's incorporate him more. And that's going to be something you have to do regardless, just for your own health. But you're also a lot more prepared this time you know, I know you were worried and how everything went last time, but it's like, you have so many more tools and you are a completely different person. You are not the same person that had that first baby and right. you're not the same couple either, which in, you know, is a good thing. You guys are going to be able to work together and kind of know this time around what it's going to be like. Mm -hmm. And then for Jenna, Jenna's just going to kind of figure this out as she goes. Yes, she is. <laughs> she's not going to attempt to save the world while she is trying to figure out her footing as a mom, because that was, um, Jenna, are you okay with us talking about oh. um, what your reading was like? Absolutely. Okay, so for Jenna, Jenna's like, what is going to happen with this? And we pulled a few different cards, and the big overarching theme for Jenna that had come up is that you, you want to do it all, and that that's a that's a difficult balance we're never going to do everything perfectly but what we kind of focused on was here are the things that you can do and what you really need to focus on which was really just finding your footing as a mom i would have told you that regardless of you know whether we pulled cards or not but you trying to find your footing as a mom and it was actually really good that we had lauren there because we were talking about the business as we went and lauren kind of confirmed you want to say yes to everything because you don't want to let people down. And mm -hmm. it's not even to say um, uh, that your worth is tied to what other people think about you. It's really just that you have that heart that just wants to be able to help and you feel badly if you can't. And this is a time where I was like, hey, because we had pulled a card. Again, if you want to Google this, 
the three of wands where someone's looking out over the ocean and you're watching all the ships pass by. So especially for your business, because it is growing and there's so many different opportunities and there's a million things you want to do. It's like not every ship is going to be for you as much as you want it to be. And as much as you could probably make something work and you can jump back into work three weeks in and probably do it well, but your emotional state, your physical health maybe even is not going to be good. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about later how sometimes that three of one is literally like you on that ship moving house. And so <laughs> maybe right. we have that too. Right. And I think, I mean, it, it's been good because you're so right. I mean, I, I like to, I want to definitely be there for everybody, but I also like to feel like things are all in control. And I mean, with a newborn, that's <laughs> literally comical. I mean, I don't know what to expect, but I know it's not going to be controlled. So, but it's good to just bring that up and have those conversations. And especially now, because I, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm totally blindsided when this does come. So I just appreciate having you and having that support. And it, it, like we said, it ties in perfectly with that non-striving and not feeling like you can't have it all perfectly how you, you expect it to go in your head. Like you just have to do the best you can. Well, and after that conversation, um, we had a little, you know, episode and like where Jenna was wanting to everything to, she wanted to be like everything to be perfect, you know, and I felt comfortable, um, saying something to her because we had that conversation, like, dude, it's fine. Like, we're only going to do the vital things. We don't have to do it all. Like, And then I went in, I was like, okay, I got to just go in and just type vital next to the things we need to do just to like help her be like, oh, okay. You know? And so I was like, okay, that this is kind of maybe how it's going to have going to be. Um, and that's fine. And because Jenna and I have really good communication, like we don't get mad at each other for saying things and we know how to say it, I think in in a nice way. Um, but that was the, I, I might not have done that if we didn't have the reading and I was like all right Lauren you got to be like it's fine we're just doing this (laughs) that is all (laughs) yeah and that's completely the non-striving mindset because I think when you guys had asked what are things going to be like I already know because it's human you had an idea of what you wanted it to be and a lot of times when people ask like what's it going to be like you have this idea and you're like well now I want the cards to confirm it and sometimes they will and sometimes they won't regardless, whatever I told you was going to happen, if I didn't give you things that you can do as you're moving toward that, what good is it? You're just going to spin your wheels until we get there. And then it's probably going to go to pot anyway. So that was what we really wanted to focus on. And regardless of whether you do this with cards or in life, this is how we should always be. We should be in the present moment. You can't live in the future. You have no idea what's going to happen. You know, without getting too morbid, you could step off the curb and get hit by a car. Who knows? And it's like being so tied to what was way down the road is no good for anyone. Totally. And, and I think too, I feel like a big part of even getting in contact with you in the first place is letting go of that expectation and like, like almost accepting, like being okay with I, I just want to know what the cards say, what Joey has to say. And I want to be, be prepared if it doesn't match my expectation. Like you're kind of already letting that go. And so, you know, another part of that was, yeah, with me moving. And it was funny because on the initial reading, you know, we're looking for a house at right now and, and 
on that initial reading, she pulled a card that was something about moving. And she's like, oh, I don't really know. I don't know how I feel about that right now. So we kind of like, you know, let it go a little bit. And that was what she texted me about later on. She's like, this has been on my mind to like really think you're going to be moving close to baby time. But, you know, at first I was like, I think I texted you back and was like, oh God, like, no, but it's good to know that because, you know, in my head, I'm like, we're going to have this perfect nursery. Everything's going to be great. And I also need to be prepared for that to not be the situation because if that's in my head that all this is going to be perfectly put together and then it's not, I'm already setting myself up for failure. And yes. so I just think just it's, it's opening yourself up to being okay with not having your perfect reality. And that's huge, yeah. huge, huge, huge. And that's what we mean when we say non-striving. Yeah. Well, and then specifically for you, if I said the outcome, Jenna, is that you're probably going to be moving and you're so tied to like, no, we're going to be moving. You, you guys are seeing houses consistently. You might say, well, the outcome is that we're moving. So we have to pick one of these. And if they're not the right one, that's not the right choice for you. It's going to fall the way it's supposed to. But if you're so tied to no, we will be moving either before or during, or when this baby gets here, you might not make the best choices for you. And that's with anything in life. So it's like, don't be tied to this is my end goal. So this is what I have to do because I have to force that, you know, square peg into the round hole or whatever. So true. I mean, we went and saw a house last week and, and we both said on the way there, I'm like, well, I'm like, this probably isn't the one and we'll see like whatever. Like, but we aren't, we don't have that stress of like this. We have to make this house work. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, oh, all right. Well, let's pull a card. What would you like me to pull? What are you what, uh, what question should we ask? That's a great question. <laughs> I, I definitely want this to, to apply everywhere to everyone. So not super specific. Um, is there, is there a question we could ask in terms of like reflecting on wins and looking at positives and something around that? Yeah. Um, I was thinking just um, like an overall reading for everyone. So whenever, you know, you listen to this, watch this, whatever it is, what is something that you can think about for, you know, the, the highest good or your best potential, um, and in a non-striving mindset. So in a non-striving way, that wasn't the most eloquent way to put the question, but basically what's something good someone can hold on to without being so tied to the outcome. I love that. Love Ooh, it. good one. So this just flipped out and there's actually two. So we're going to do both. I just right. love, so, I just love that these cards just flip out. Like those are the best do what they're supposed to do. And again, like someone who is, you know, channeling something might have a better answer for why these things just make sense. But for me, I'm like, I just, I know what these mean. I know what I think when they come up. And if they land, great, it's for someone if they don't. But I really haven't had that yet. I haven't had someone say, like, this is so off, which is part of the reason why I want to do what I'm doing. Totally. So the first one here is the Six of Wands. And I'm going to show you the second one. And then the next one is the Five of Cups. Okay. Are those coming up the right way for you guys or are they backward? No, up. actually, it's fine, yeah. So the Six of Wands. This card is all about 
success, being recognized for your success, counting your wins, thinking about all of those things. So it's so funny that you said that, Jenna, because this is this card is literally all about your wins and being recognized for those wins. And sometimes this can be you recognizing them or actually even, you know, you can see there's, um, there's people there, they're, you know, they're recognizing this person's like literally up on a horse, up on a pedestal and they've won. And so amazing. So there's that card. Okay. And then the second card is, I can't even tell you guys, this card is so perfect. So this is the five of cups. And what this card is all about is I always think like, don't cry over spilled milk. Like this person is super upset about the losses, the things that they don't have. But if they turn around, there's two upright cups right there where it's like, you're looking at the wrong thing. You need to turn around. You need to think about your wins, your successes, because those are the important things. This does you no good to think about all of the, you know, the past losses, the things that you don't have, or even thinking about for our non-striving mindset, thinking about the future and thinking about what you won't have. No, you need to think about how this is going to end up a good thing because this mindset, no good, throw it out. This is where we want to be. And the only way to get here is to just be on the up and up. Always make good choices. Do the things that are best for you today. It doesn't matter what happens tomorrow, but you're probably going to come out on top if you do that. This is so freaky because, okay, I just want to, so today, as you're listening to this, this is, what's the date today? July 13th or whatever. Today, July 13th, I was reading my book, The Super Attractor. It's about like manifesting the life you want and all the things. Literally, this, and I shared it on my Instagram stories today. The section that I read was all about like, you have, you are in control of feeling good. So like you're making decisions all day, whether you want to feel good or bad. And so if you're feeling bad, that's your decision to be feeling that way. And you can quickly switch it over to feeling good. And a lot of the time she talks about in the book, like people don't feel like they can feel good until they have a specific outcome. And I put some polls up today and it was just asking people like, do you feel like you're always stuck in like this? You can't get out of this bad mood or this bad feeling. And everyone voted yes. And then the next poll was like, you know, and do you feel like your bad moods or whatever are because you're not hitting a certain outcome or you feel like you'll feel good when you do? And everyone said yes. And I'm like, you guys alert, like you need to be feeling good every day. And then that's where we, I got into the whole spiel about like doing things daily to make sure you're feeling good, like fueling your body correctly, drinking water, waking up and doing a workout, sitting outside. If you really love nature, like you've got to make these decisions and, and focus on wins. I mean, that, it, <laughs> what did you do? Well, yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, this, Fair. This just could not have been any more perfectly. I wanted, I almost said thrown together. It was not thrown together, but just the way this all came together. I mean, yeah. You guys saw, we did not pick cards ahead of time. You saw me show, and I didn't even pick a card. They literally just flipped over themselves, flew out of the deck. And this is just what, this is perfect. This is exactly what people need to hear. And it's, you know, I know this episode's not so much about manifestation, but it's always act as if, 
act as if what you want has already happened. You are the person that you want to be. And that's really non-striving because it's like, it doesn't matter what's down the road. I'm already, you know, Mm -hmm. awesome. So it's just showing up like that and then, you know, manifesting it into whatever is the the best life that you could possibly live because you're already living like you have it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I'm ready to start weekly readings with you. So <laughs> I will be in touch behind the scenes, but can you tell everyone how they can get a hold of you one more time? Because I really feel like if they weren't ready before, they are probably are now. Yeah, absolutely. So again, my Instagram is at ungracefully relatable. You can also find me if you search Joey, J-O-I-E, it'll pop up that way. And it's not a private page. So you come in, you can see whatever you want. You can browse right on the top of my bio. There's a link to be able to book me. You can see all the different reading types that I offer on Instagram and you can watch daily as I, I pull cards almost daily for everyone. I always do a weekly reading. There's even a YouTube channel that's tied to it. I have a podcast that I'm a little less consistent with, but I'll probably start putting things on there as well. I like to have the visual just so you can see what I'm talking about as opposed to having to describe it or tell people to Google, but there's tons and tons of content there. And I always talk about based on the cards that we're pulling, what you can kind of do. Um, but when we do a reading, it's going to be so much more in depth. It's going to be specifically for you. I might have you leave with journal prompts, different types of meditation, different things to think about. Um, you know, you might leave with some homework if you're going to continue to see me or just things to kind of take away. So you don't feel like, well, the reading's done now, what? it's, yeah. there's always a little bit more that I can offer and things that you can do. Cause again, this is all, I, I always say this and I know, um, if you, watch my IGTV. There's, I say this constantly, but these cards are not magic. They're mirrors. And we're talking about what's going on with you. And there are readers that can talk so much about the future and predictive readings. And sure, I can do that. But again, as we've talked about, you can change one thing and all of that turns on a dime. So it doesn't matter. I want to help you feel good today and, you know, maybe make plans if we have something big coming in the future like you guys have. But yeah. Um, at ungracefully relatable, completely spelled out, you'll find me. It comes right up. Um, and I think you can also find me on, um, Jenna and Lauren's page as well. Oh yeah. We talk about Joey all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Joey. This was amazing and so much fun. And hopefully everybody who's listening gives us a chance because I'm telling you, you're going to absolutely love it. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I think everyone's going to see how relatable you actually are from, from watching this, listening to this, but also from following you. So thank you so much, Joey. Thank you.